0: It was Jersey, these stories that he's his lyrics, the the lyricism that he put into his music, the storytelling of Swan swam in Greasy Lake. You know, I know what he means by the dark side of Route 88. We're going to leave that there because we shouldn't talk about that, why he called it that. But (laughs) these stories, Asbury Park behind the palace, you know, are Our other grandmother would take us to the palace every now and then with Tilly there on the wall, we get into those um, bumper boats, the, uh, the Ferris wheel, you know, these stories, they were told of places that we knew we lived down in that area. We grew up down in that area. Um, But not only that, it was the musicianship also behind it. You know, the band that he put together um, growing up, I was in the band in high school. So I learned music. I got into a very, you know, my, my brother and I both are very much into music, but entirely two different veins, so to speak. My brother was always at the cutting edge of anything new, anything that um, he knew about U2 long before they made it to this country. right? He was always at that cutting edge um, and he was always looking for that new thing, yet he still loved Bruce me and he'll tell you i'm still kind of stuck about probably 10 you know when i say hey this is new it's like well that was 10 years ago i'm always 10 years be- about 10 years behind the wave
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Listing Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson. Um, Tonight, we are talking fathers and sons. We may talk a little beer, and we are definitely going to talk Springsteen on Broadway. I have David and Brian joining me. Welcome, guys.
0: Hi, Jesse. Thanks Thanks for having us
1: yeah so Brian has been on the show once before David joining on David, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Then we'll have Brian
0: um elevator pitch um Brian's younger brother <laughs> okay bigger brother, but younger brother uh, we've uh got what he's been bigger than me twice in our lives. I think when I was first born and then when he hit puberty, but I caught up to him about a year later <laughs> um that's you know we. I don't know if he told you in last time. We actually grew up separately. Um, he was raised by our grandparents. I was raised by my mom. Okay. So I have the distinction of being the the oldest child in the house, but also the middle child.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, it made for quite interesting dynamics in later years, and probably still going through a lot of that. But
1: <laughs> well, yeah. uh, Don Henley once in an interview said he thinks. That we all of us spend our adult lives trying to get past what happened to us in our high school and childhood. And I think there's a little bit of truth in that. So I could see that. That's probably um, a
0: lot of truth in that. Yeah. Maybe a little.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, where are you look at it. David?
0: So I live in – um, just moved to Union City, New Jersey out of Kearney because I lived in the <laughs> basement, and um, Hurricane Ida decided um, I didn't have – I shouldn't live in a basement anymore.
1: Do a uh, lot of damage?
0: Um, actually, I got a, I got off pretty easy compared to a, a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. um, but the water was coming up through the toilet, so okay. –
1: not, never yeah. a good sign. Never. Yeah, and a good I'm going to
0: leave it at that. I won't go into any more details.
1: Right, enough said. Fair said. Brian, how about yourself?
2: Uh, living in Florida now, but lived a few places. Um,
1: yeah.
2: Uh, you know, David talked about our childhood. I was like the only child that that had brothers and sisters. Uh, just growing up with my grandparents was a different experience. We got to spend Sundays t- together, um, which which was nice. So we, we got to grow up together. Uh, but
0: have have lived. Wait a, a second. Bunch- you gr- you grew up. I never grew up. See, there's the difference.
3: Well,
2: you qu- air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But
0: uh, yeah, lived lived a few places.
2: Um, lived in Boston for ten years. Uh, I was Sacramento for a couple years. New Orleans for a year, and uh, now I've been in in Florida for twenty plus years. Uh, Eighteen of those in Jacksonville, and now I'm in in South Florida.
1: Very nice. Well, very cool. So. Um the reason why I'm having you guys on and we'll we're kind of going to skip ahead of this. You guys had something pretty special happen this summer with Springsteen on Broadway, didn't you? We did. So um, to David, since I've had Brian on you kind of share a little bit of your Bruce Springsteen background. How did you discover Bruce and how long you've been a fan?
0: Well, discovered Bruce early, um, long before I knew his connection to the family. Yeah. You know, um, obviously with our, you know, not to give too much of the what we're going to get into away, with my father, you know, being killed in NOM. So, yeah. You know, the, say the, the, the men that came in and out of our lives through my mom, you know, mm-hmm. some of them were huge Springsteen fans. One of them actually okay. went to college with Bruce, um, Ocean County College. Mm-hmm. Um, had a story there, something about spinning his class ring or something like that. I don't really remember much of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I can. I, I knew about Bruce at an early age. Um, seen him quite a few times. Um, you know. Even before I knew the connection, like, I, I don't know if my, my brother explained it the last time on the show, but the one thing that was, you know, that I always remember was, you know, my mom and you know my grandparents saying, you know, if your father had not gone to war, he'd be as big as Bruce Springsteen. And at the time, they never really explained the connection to us. Um, you know, eventually, you know, my mom would say, you know, tell us that, hey, you know, you know, your dad knew him. Yeah. But that's all we really knew about it. Um, it wasn't until later on um, that we started to understand that there was actually a connection between the two of them when we started hearing that he was you know playing a song called the wall live that was written about him
1: yeah and and i i I actually want to hear your side of that story and then i'm going to have brian reshare his side and like i said um you after you finish this episode, go back and listen to Brian's episode. Um, but you you were a fan before you knew this connection. Mm-hmm. In other words, you yep. enjoyed Bruce's music, both of you, correct? And Brian, you wanna speak up?
2: Yep, yes, for sure.
1: Yeah. And so, um, you know, um, do you know, can you articulate, in both of you take your turns, why his music spoke to you?
0: Well, I'll
1: go ahead, Brian. It was Jersey, ahead, David. Yeah, Jersey. Just it felt that it was, it, was, yeah. it was
0: Jersey. These stories that he's his lyrics, the, the oh, lyricism God. that he put into his music, the storytelling. Yeah. Um, I've swan, swan, swam in Greasy Lake. Yeah. You know, I know what he means by the dark side of Route 88. And we're going to leave that there because we shouldn't talk about that, why he called it that. But um, okay. <laughs> it's. Um, these stories asbury park um mm-hmm. behind the palace yeah you know our, our other grandmother would take us to the palace every now and then mm-hmm. right with tilly there on the wall we get in the, into those um bumper boats the uh the ferris wheel you know these stories were they were told of places that we knew yeah we lived down in that area we grew up down in that area um but not only that it was the musicianship also behind and you know the band that he put together um, growing up, I was in the band in high school. Yeah, so I learned music. I got into a very, you know, my my brother and I both are very much into music, but entirely two different veins, so to speak. My brother was always at the cutting edge of anything new, anything that um, he knew about. You 2 long before they made it to this country. Okay, right. He was always at that cutting edge, um, and he was always looking for that new thing. Yet he still loved Bruce me and he'll tell you, I'm still kind of stuck about probably 10, you know, when I say, Hey, this is new. It's like, well, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, I'm always 10 years, about 10 years behind the wave. Yeah. Um, but I get into music because of the musicianship, the lyrics and um, brother so much the, the lyrics as well. Yeah. But, you know, having been a musician listening to what was written and understanding the process it takes to write something the way they wrote it and yeah. then throw and, and then you wander, but the lyrics come first, the music come first, yeah, you know, and it's just, it's, to me, that's all fascinating getting diving down beneath it and just, you know, you take like the first three, four albums, how raw that music was. Yeah. You know, and just how it, it just came from, you can tell it came from experience. You can tell it came from the heart. You can tell it came from pain. Yeah. You know, there was so much to it. Um, And it. so that's that's about as much as I can articulate about it.
1: No, I mean, I think well said. And I do. I'm always fascinated that, you know, especially if you were one person's writing the melody, another person writing the words, you go, how do you magically capture like you write a piece of music and then you give it to your partner and your partner goes okay i'm gonna magically pick out of your brain what story you were trying to tell with this piece of music and add words to it to come through that just that to quote bruce that's one plus one equals three right it just doesn't like how do you do that Well, you got
0: the other way around. If you saw Rocket Man, you know Bernie Taupin wrote the lyrics. Yeah. And John just magically wrote the music to it.
1: Yeah. It just. Yeah, it's just crazy.
0: And then you've got Uh, the beauty of Lennon McCartney, where they would never tell you who did what. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm a huge Brian Wilson fan, and so you think about all that music he wrote and you know and then you know different he had all these different lyricists that he worked with everyone from mike love to you know on and on um and it's it it is just kind of a crazy um did you guys get to go to shows together early like what you know as as brothers did you guys get to go to see bruce shows together or other concerts together
2: we, we, we did, did. Yeah, yeah, we did we, a
0: we, lot of concerts together, didn't we? Yeah,
2: yeah. Our our grandfather was was good. He he knew of our love for music. So okay, if there was a show we wanted to see, he would drive to the Meadowlands. He he, he took me out to Philadelphia to see the Pretenders back in the day. But you know, we we saw the the stand that he did at at uh, in East Rutherford, Brendan um, Burn Arena, uh, whatever it was called back then. Or we, we, we went with
0: our mom. Yeah. Yeah, but in
2: uh but you know, we, you and I, we we saw the kinks there
0: too. Yeah. Uh, oh, we saw a lot of bands there. Actually, our grandfather took us to Philadelphia to see the JFK Jam,
2: the Who, and the Clash, and Santana. Yeah, he oh, didn't yeah. I was so hungry on the way home.
3: <laughs> yeah, so.
1: You guys, and you, you, you've you've touched both on this, but um, you it just would be casually mentioned every once in a while that when you bring up that you're listening to Bruce or you see a Bruce album, they would just casually mention, "Oh yeah, your dad knew him, right?" Or not casually mentioned.
2: Yeah, you know, my my memory. I mean, David grew up with you know. Like you said, our, our mom. Yeah. I mean, for me, I just put the pieces together because I listened to Bruce when when Dave Marsh came out with Born to Run. You know, I, I read that. Yeah. You know, saw the band's name in there. As just like, well, you know, if, if he was playing the the Middletown skating rink in a battle of the bands versus the Castiles, then they had to have known each other, and, and that was that was the only connection. You know, that I. Okay. sustained. Or, or knew about. And like David said, you know, people said things that they played, you know, the, the yeah. Jersey Short and all that. So no one was ever, you know, upfront about it. No one ever said, you know, that, like you said, they, they just kind of dropped hints. So yeah. we, we never really knew until David had seen the video of the wall and, and sent it to me and said, you know, have you seen this? You know, he's talking about our dad. I'm like, what?
1: So, yeah, I wanted to, cause I remember that story from the last time, right. That, david you're actually the one who went holy moly and i'm cleaning this up for our audience (laughs) you've got to see this like you won't believe what this happening so david tell this side of your tell that side of the story if you don't mind
0: well my brother's already started it um so we watched the video um he pronounces the last name wrong. He still pronounces the last name wrong, even though we've corrected him. <laughs> he's he's apologizes it well I'll, it's, he he it's the way he pronounces it, which is fine because we've heard much worse pronunciations of our last name. Um, what is
1: the correct pronunciation and what does he say?
0: Um, he says thishon. Okay. Sometimes sishon. He's actually I've heard him pronounce it two different ways. We actually pronounce it seeshan. Sishon, okay um, but it's just the way you know yeah it's just just that breathy um gravelly sort of way but you know so when I sent it to him and we listened to it and then we kind of went on a campaign to try to reach out to him and thank him for it yeah and at the time my brother was working for a company and someone that, um, and I'm sure he told this on the last show, someone that he works with, you know, finally said to him, I hear you're trying to, you know, reach Bruce Springsteen. He's like, yeah, he wrote this song about our father and all that. He's like, well, I, you know, his management is one of my clients. Mm-hmm. So if I, and my brother correct me if I, if I'm misremembering this, um, the way the story went and Wayne, right? Wayne was the, uh, his manager at the time. Yep. Um, Wayne. and so the guy got to Wayne and Wayne and went to Bruce said, Hey, do you know that, um, you know, Walter's sons are trying to get to you. And Bruce's response was, I didn't know he had kids get them to the next show. Wow. Um, didn't, is that correct? Yeah, basically. Yeah. You know, kind of paraphrased in a nutshell yeah. and condensed, um, but and so then we got to go see him in Tampa, uh-huh. Orlando, Orlando. That's correct. I'm like, why does I'm trying to remember? Yeah, is in Orlando, and um, we had quite an ordeal actually trying to get to see him because when we got there, the the tickets had not been put aside. My brother called Wayne. Wayne told um, my brother, give the phone to the person at the ticket window. Um, They got the manager and Wayne spoke to them. And next thing we knew, we had these triangular patches, um, which we thought said 85 on them at the time because the handwriting was so bad. We didn't realize it actually said BS for Bruce Springsteen. But um, we were supposed to meet him before the show, but we wound up um, finding our way backstage after dodging the, the loadout. Yeah. And I've never seen anything more impressive than a loadout.
1: Oh, I can imagine.
0: We were, um, I thought we were going to get destroyed by some of the, uh, the pieces that were getting out there. And we didn't know where we were going. We had no guides. And I looked at my brother and said, just look lost. Someone will ask us, they're looking for us. And sure enough, someone came up to us, yelled us, who are you two? And we said, well, we'll explain who we were. They're like, and they get on the radio like, Wayne, I've got them. (laughs) So they brought us to the uh, dressing room. And um, one of my favorite moments of that night, and there were many, um, was when Bruce finally came out to get us and he took one look at my brother who looks a lot like my father. Um, And he said, wow, you're a dead ringer get in here (laughs) yeah and we went in and spoke so that's how you know that turned into you know bruce knowing one that we existed and who we were and then also how to contact us
1: that you know and we talked about it that losing your father because you both were young 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 and just the memories of that my father uh, served to Vietnam, um, but, you know, blessedly came back, never the same, according to my mom, uh, it changed him, um, but it, I, I can only imagine this, this void you're having of, you know, missing your father, period, but then having this Someone you know, quote unquote famous, someone you admire, talking about your father in an intimate way. Share, and I know that's not really a question, but it's just kind of leading you to share any memories you've got kind of from there. And go ahead. Let Brian.
0: My, yeah, let my brother go first because he actually has a memory. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is jumping to the end, Jesse, but
1: yeah,
2: you know, just. Yeah, it, it's hard to get closure. I mean, we've had um, you know veteran groups reach out to us that served there, and that they sent us um, you know signed pieces because they 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 went to where Fire Station Alpha was, where where the, the, the battle was. Yeah, the but,
0: ivory, the Ivory Dragoons, right?
2: Yeah, but you know, I, I think you know what you're touching on, right? Is you know, it was a sense of loss. There was that void. you know, we we heard all these stories, so there was a myth, right? And yeah you know what we when we got to meet bruce this last time you know it was thank you for getting our dad's story out there because that's what we had asked like look thank you for writing the song but can you tell the world his story because you know for everything we heard growing up was he would have been someone and bruce Bruce is like you know like i gotta do that and and he did right but i think when we when we met him in New York on Broadway this past time, you know, I said to him like, you know, like, thank you. I said, you know, for writing the songs, I said, but you, you keep our, our father, our father's alive through you. And, and Patty, who was there, she was walking away. She stopped, she turned around. She's like, you know, that's the nicest thing that anyone could ever say to Bruce. So wow. I, I it, you know, that was in passing, but it just, you know, we've obviously come to learn what our dad meant to, to Bruce, but having his wife say that, you know, that would mean a lot to him. I mean, it just, I think there's so much more that he hasn't shared, right. About what it truly meant to him. I mean, obviously you get the emotion and 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 that when you go to the show on Broadway, but you know, I think it's just, it's something that sits in him. I mean, it's a void, you know, you know, we've talked in the last show, you know, about, you know, the political viewpoints. Right. And, yeah, you know, you know where that comes from, right. When you lost something for something that made no sense, but, you know, but it's true. I mean, bottom line, you know, our our dad may not physically be here, but he's more alive in memory, you know, than than most people like, when they pass. And that's thanks to Bruce and the memories that he has and, and sharing, you know, those memories with the world. So, I mean, that it, it fills that void. You know, it I, you know, it's hard to say it's, it's closure, but you, you feel like our dad got to live in some way that you know he he didn't physically get get to
1: you know and there's multiple songs on letter to you that even though the wall was specifically about your dad and the other his, the the other members of the band and other people from the neighborhood that Bruce admired but i also feel like there're songs in letter to you that are about your father and he was very clear about the you know the last remaining all the members of the Castiles and Danny and, and Clarence that, you know, that he's lost. So mm-hmm. I'm sure, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but David, Brian, when you heard Letter to You, did you go, oh my goodness, this is also in, in you could say this is in tribute to my dad.
2: And I think you touched on, it. I mean, it's, it's all the people he's lost. Like David touched yeah. on you know, in the lyrics, you know, it's, it's life, right? It, it piles up um, yeah. it, get to a certain age, you start losing people. But, you know, at the age that he lost the the friend that he had in our, in our father, I mean, you know, that, that's even harder to reconcile. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that, and, you know, I'll see you in my dreams, you know, you know, yeah. a lot of the lyrics are about loss and and having that memory, having that person still there, you know, whether it's about our father or or Danny or Clarence, I mean, could be about anyone, right? But yeah, you know, it's it's hanging on to that memory and keeping them alive and you know for 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 you know in your heart, but you know, in, in for the world too.
0: Well it's the way Bruce closed his show, if you think about it. Um, and this is every time that we interact um, with Bruce, we learn more and more and understand more the deep connection and admiration he had for our father. The way he closed the show, you know, he says to the audience, um, thank you for indulging me in this cuz for me this is a way to you know spend time with my dad again it's a way to see my mom the way she used to be mm-hmm. you know i can spend time again with clarence and danny and walter and bart he named six people at the end of the show our dad's one of them and you know that hit me six people yeah he's one of the six um so, you know, and to go back um, to what you you know said about void to kind of answer that question, my brothers and my experience were kind of different, I guess, because he had a memory of my dad. I had no no memory of him. I was 11 months old when he was um, when he was shot. Uh. Um, so I didn't know there was a void. Right. There was, but I didn't know it. Yeah. You know, when when you grow up without a dad that you never knew there's things um, you don't know what you're missing. Right. That my brother sense. had the fortunate, the fortune of, you know, being in a house with my grandfather presence, you know, well, not, not 24 seven. He was a truck driver. So he was on the road a lot, Yeah. but my brother had a lot more continuity than I did. So I didn't, I didn't know better. Mm-hmm. It was only as I started getting older that I started realizing what was missing because of it. Right. Um, so does this, fill that void? Well, I didn't know there was a void to fill. Yeah.
1: <laughs> did Did either of you go see Broadway the first time around?
0: No, we weren't no. able to. Okay. My, my brother's down in Florida and um, I'm not a man of great means by any means. So. Sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So talk to me through how seeing... First off, had you heard when... Because, you know, my first thought and spare me a little bit, I was I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't change a word because there's no way I can go. I can. I was my lovely bride was nice enough to let me go the first run. And I'm not a bad enough husband or selfish enough. To ask to see again, right? Like this, I played that card once. I'm not going to try again, and so I was like, "Oh, I hope he doesn't change anything. I hope he doesn't change anything, so I won't." And then when I heard that he added a couple of new songs and kind of rewrote things, I went, "Well, okay, damn it. I'm I'm just. I hope they recorded. I hope they do something." I said, "But I'm glad for the people who are going to go." So. How did you guys? I mean, to walk me through. Did someone reach out to you? Did you guys reach out to someone to say, hey, any chance we can see Broadway? What, what, walk through that and either one of you take lead?
0: Well, let me, I'll tell them tell about, let me tell them about Ira first. Okay. Uh,
2: well, no, I, well, I was going to set it up for you because it was again, well, there was no text back in the day when, when he told me about the video, but you know, yeah. I got a text like, hey i just got the weirdest email
0: Uh, and i'm like okay weird how yes exactly well before we get there i want to rewind a little bit we um you know we knew about the show the one thing we didn't know is that he spoke about our dad every single night i knew that i didn't know that until ira shapiro reached out to me ira shapiro is a reporter for the washington post and he reached out to me and um asked me if i knew this I that i didn't and he said this he goes of the whole show this this really spoke to me the most um and you know i'd like to get your dad's story out there so this is a reporter for the washington post so of course you know i reached out to my brother and said hey this guy from the post wants to do a story um he wants to interview me what do you think he's like yeah do it um so if you if you if you look in the washington post there is a, a story very well written but exceptionally well researched my god i already know this stuff but then fast forward to now like my brother was saying i get this email um from george and usually if i see a name i don't reckon i don't recognize at work you know, I don't know if it's spam. I don't know if it's the IT department trying to test us that we're, you know, catching these things, because they do that from time to time. But the, you know, the the header was um, Bruce Springsteen on Broadway. I'm like, well, if I open it and don't click any links, I should be okay. <laughs> right? right. So open it up and read it. I'm like, oh wow, this is his stage manager. Um, and of course, you know, being pretty cynical you know went and looked up the dude's name and sure enough it's bruce's stage manager and then i reached out to my brother and said i got this email and he can tell the rest of it oh no no he's, yeah and you're like is it for real i'm like well you know
2: yeah that <laughs> it, 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 the company name and everything so um and we just responded and he was just like you know what what dates can you come up you know bruce would want to invite you to to, to to the show and he's like well what what dates of the show. So we sent uh, a calendar, right. We, we look at the calendar and, you know, Dave was like, you know, when can you make it? Your schedule is probably harder to get from Florida, but you know, I just z- honed right in on, on August 28th because there was a show that night. It was a Saturday night and August 28th would have been of uh, this year would have been our dad's 75th birthday. So wow, I think they, you know, have, can you make it on this date? Cause that would be great to be there on that day. And, you know, just knew that Bruce would probably, you know appreciate that that fact right so sure so uh, you know we sent that back to george and he's just like yep yeah, you know well i'll send you the tickets electronically and you know when we get there just you know let, let me know and we'll, we'll, we'll i'll try to come out and, and talk to you uh so we we did and you know george came out before the show and and, and talked to us and you know obviously COVID, you know so we, we couldn't really spend a lot of time or, or go backstage but bruce came out with, with patty and, and, and we got to talk, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, she, and she yelled at him. Yeah. But as <clears throat> he hugged me, so she's like, ah, but we're not touching yeah. people, <laughs> but, but, but Jesse, I, I apologize. Cause he did change the words uh, again, um, you know, for, for that night. Cause yeah. he did, he did mention, you know, that we were in the audience, you know, he's like Walter's sons are, are here tonight and tonight would have been his 75th birthday. So, you know, that moment, you know, from everything we've heard and read, right. You know, really hits people hard, you know, that
1: I'm slightly tearing up now. I mean, just to hear that I can, I can only imagine. Um, I lost my father um, on the, on the 10th anniversary of nine 11. Um, He, you know, COPD just ended up, you know, toward the end of his life, it's horrible, couldn't breathe. And so so 9-11 is already a rough day, but then when you throw in there that you lose your father on that day as well, you know, it's it's a very emotional day. So to know it's your father's birthday, you're in Springsteen on Broadway and to have him bring that up I'm, you know, I'm losing it. If I'm you too,
0: and he did, and did it with amazing, dramatics. Um, oh yeah, he it the timing. Take my- no, it doesn't. <laughs> but the delivery, um, the way he delivered it, because he started talking about him, and he paused, yeah. and he waited for the audience to settle down. He goes, "Would have been his seventy fifth birthday today," and mm-hmm. then you know, that really took the audience over the top and then he announced that you know we were in the house um the people behind us figured out it was us (laughs) yeah just asked us for the show but Uh, yeah i i I create emotional tunnels
2: i think i block things out because my my wife becky was with the wizards and she's just like afterwards she's like you know the whole place gave you and david like a a, you know a round of applause and a cheer that you know for being there i'm like i I didn't really even hear that right you know yeah when Bruce said that, I just leaned over to my brother and and, and hugged him, right? And that's how the people behind kind of be like, all right, yeah, you didn't clap. You hug each other. Let me see. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like, are you Walter's sons? Yeah. We're like, yes. In this yeah. case, one and one makes
0: two.
1: Yes, indeed. <laughs> it It is such a wonderful legacy. As you said, he's he's given you guys memories and given you Avenue so that other people have reached out to share. I assume, right. Based on what you've said, other people that served with your father have reached out and said, Oh, let me tell you my Walter story. Let me tell you that. Correct.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you this story, Jesse. I don't think I mentioned it in the last one, but you know, at my age, I I may have told this story 10 times.
1: No, that's okay.
2: (laughs) But I was, my brother and I went to Rutgers, um, we worked down to the shore uh, while we, we went to school and I was driving one night through East Brunswick on 18. I got pulled over because, um, you know, you, you drive fast on on Highway 1. Right. Uh, and cop comes out of the car, comes up, you know, license, registration, insurance card, give him the license. He looks at it's like Is your dad, Walter. I'm like, yeah. Hands it back, says, have a good night and just walks away. I was like, "Well, wait a minute! Like, why did you ask that?" He says, "Like, I served with your dad. Like, have a good night." I mean, he didn't want to talk. He didn't want to say anything. He he just saw the name, asked, and so you know, there's people that have the memories. There's people that know, and like I said, Bruce has shared those memories with the world. So you know, on on, um, Spring Nuts, I I posted the photo and I did, Mm -hmm. you know, recap of, of the experience of being there. And, you know, so many people have reached reached out and, you know, people that knew our dad from from the Jersey Shore just going on to the show. So, you know, not only you know did we get to hear Bruce's memories of of being there the day that our dad left for Vietnam, um, you know, all the things that he meant to him. But, you know, now that that seed's been planted, right, other people have have reached out and shared memories, shared stories about what our, our dad was like. And, Norman Seldon, you know, who produced his, his record. I mean, Norman, you know, oftentimes just sends me a note and just says, you know, just, you know, it, it's amazing to me just how much admiration people had, you know, for, you know, it's not like they knew him for 20 years, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, he wasn't even that old when he went, but, you yeah. know, just the, the words that people use to describe our dad, just, you know, that, that's what means the world, right? It's, you have these memories, but, you know, they, they just share, you know, just what he meant and, and, you know, in a short time, what he created. So when we hear people say like, he, he could have been huge, you know, he was this, he was that, you know, the fact he touched people the way he did, you know, and that's, that's what we love about Bruce, right. You know, like you asked the question, yeah. what makes you like the music, what makes you like the lyrics? It's he, he, he finds ways to connect. He finds ways to touch you. And it's, you know, from everything we've heard, you know that's that's what our dad did with people. So, you know, that, that means a lot
0: interesting when we first saw him the first when we got into the dressing room the first words out of bruce's mouth was were proper grammar um your father was the greatest frontman i ever saw mm. yeah. and is we're a- looking the- at one of the greatest front men in the history of rock and roll if not the greatest and for that to come out of his mouth is the first time that my brother and i realized The stories may have been undersold. (laughs) Yeah,
1: right. Because, you know, he's seen Mick Jagger, you know, (laughs) he's seen Freddie Mercury. He's seen, you know, Roger Daltrey, Roger Daltrey. You just start naming them. You know, Bruce has seen them all, you know, and to have that, that's not one of or he could have been but flat saying that is you're like wow that's yeah i can imagine
0: that what that was stunning and that intro left my brother and i mostly wordless through most of that meeting which was fine because it was really just bruce reminiscing which we were very very happy with you know Mm -hmm. to, to listen yeah
1: it 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 sounds because you know based on the outside right you could go oh bruce is just being sentimental or you know is there and i said when i went to see it on broadway the first time that um i had seen the set list beforehand and i saw the acoustic born in the usa I kind of rolled my eyes. I'm like, I don't like that version of Born in the USA. I, you know, it's on tracks. So I'm like, ah, okay. And then to have him say, I wonder who went in my place yeah. and then do that version, I said, okay, I am an effing idiot. Once again, why am I second guessing anything this man does? to know that
0: you can you can can second guess the two shots of tequila before getting on his harley you know well okay maybe (laughs) yes yes
1: okay yeah
0: (laughs) but but i mean that but jesse that's that
2: that, that's kind of he knows who went in his place right and i think you know again i just sense there's a lot of unspoken i mean i asked patty like hey you know my wife's a swim coach in wellington you guys have a house in wellington you're down there for for jessica all the time like look us up, come over for dinner. Cause I just would love to sit there and just hear yeah. more. I think, you know, it's, he saw my dad perform. And as he's said, you know, multiple times, you know, there was no rock star in America. It was all these British bands. Even when you said like, he's seen Mick Jagger, he's seen Roger, du- you know, they're all British.
1: Yeah, you know, exactly.
2: <laughs> but he's like, I think, you know, if you listen to Bruce's stories of growing up and, and, you know, wanting to be a rock star and playing guitar, like, there was this person that he wanted to be that was from the town that, that he lived in, that he went to school with. And like, it made it to him, like this can happen. This is real. So I think, you know, all that push shove that you get when you're trying to find yourself, but you've got this dream that you want to pursue. I mean, I think our father, apart from as Bruce put it, you know, teaching him everything he knows about performing on stage, you know, it was giving him that, that, hope that that dream is real that that he could accomplish it so you know it, it, like when you meet him and, and we talk to him it always feels like you know he owes us in his mind right he, he doesn't but it always seems like he owes us a debt you know for for some reason you know and I think it's just you know our father you know really helped him I think become you know who he was and you know I'm I'm putting I'm taking all the words that he says and putting them together and, and re- rephrasing them. But, you know, that's in this private conversations we've had that we've shared, you know, that, that, that's the sense I walk away with at least.
1: And you guys, it's very clear. This is your father was somebody very important to him, not, uh, not just on a professional level, but a personal level. Like he felt a kinship and a love for him that And therefore, like, I I think it's amazing that, you know, he goes, I didn't know he had kids, right? Like, like, it's almost if, wait a minute, someone didn't tell me the rest of the story. Why have Mm -hmm. I not known this?
0: It's an interesting point, because I've been told that he was there the day my father shipped off for boot camp. Right. And
2: when we when we saw him in Orlando, you know, he he was talking to us and he looks at me, he's like, last time I saw you, you were about this big. I'm okay.
0: like, yeah. Oh. So I
2: was like, but you, like, okay, you said yeah, to,
0: okay. Yeah. So
1: yeah. Well, maybe he uh, just had not put one on one together, right? right? Maybe so. That's that's amazing. Um, what's next? How what is there anything else that you guys want to do or try to do to share your dad's story
0: well there was um, the last thing I said to Bruce um, after the show on Broadway yeah my father's band had two songs that -hmm. they had written one was a local hit got played on um, New York radio big enough that they wound up opening for the Young Rascals once Um, it was called Molly okay And the last thing I said to Bruce, I asked him, I said, you know, I'd love to hear Molly perform live again. I would love to hear his music shared. Yeah. And he said, well, I'm going to need to talk to the band. Wow. So if he plays that, there's not another thing I'll ever ask of him. Bruce doesn't like like to play cover songs. Come on. (laughs) No, because he's... And everyone thinks he's playing cover songs when he plays "Fire" or uh, "Because yeah, exactly. of the Night," not yeah. knowing that he wrote them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait a second. He did. "Santa Claus is Coming to Town." That's a cover song.
1: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that um, that would be pretty cool. That,
0: that would, be, would be that would be amazing. Um, I would love love to see it. Love to hear it. Um, and like I said, there's not nothing else I could ever ask of him after that. Yeah.
1: And I I go back to, I keep going back to your thought of keeping your, helping to keep your father's memory alive and to let other people know. Because in, I'm going to sound overly dramatic, but there is a whole generation of young, mostly young men whose future were taken away because of this specific war and I and I know that's all wars can do that but specifically Vietnam is something that has been very um you know the right Ken Burns uh the Civil War race relations in Vietnam right there's there's things and your father is a great example of a representation of all that we lost because of the people over there. And once again not a question again just a statement and
0: you guys comment i talk about the uh uh, the ride for freedom please i'm asking my brother (laughs) yeah because it looked like he had a thought fomenting there yeah um there is um New jersey chapter of rolling thunder Okay. had reached out to me actually no i'm sorry it was the curator of the vietnam the new jersey vietnam veterans memorial museum reached out to me and he asked me um, well how are you with public speaking i said well i've got to do it at work every now and then he's like well would you like to speak in front of a group you know about you know your father and you know here at the museum i'm like yeah okay sure when he failed to tell me it was going to be in front of 2,000 bikers um after the Roger freedom by rolling thunder. Okay. Um, which was really quite, quite an honor. Um, it was really, it was amazing because the, the president of the chapter has this leather vest and he has all these patches on the back of it. Um, he's probably got about 20 patches on the back of it and our father's is on there. Mm. He knew stuff. I didn't know. Wow. Charlie, tr- Charlie knew everything. And so when we got to, so I got the rod in the back of um, back of a bike. Um, I don't know if I can say this, but I was someone, I was this one guy's bitch for the day. It was awesome. Okay. Um, but it was good because it was raining. So he acted as a wind and rain shield for me. That was awesome. Yeah. So we get there and I start speaking. Um, and to your point, you know, I started off saying, you know, I know you all know who I am. And you expect me to stand up here and talk about my father, but my father is literally a sung hero, right? Bruce has written a song about him. So I started talking about some of the other people I'd lost. And then what, actually, I wound up turning the speech into a, into a sto- the story about my mom and what she went through. Yeah. You know, what the survivors went through. And that's actually what the curator, uh, actually not the curator asked me to, do. that's what Charlie asked me to do is, you know, tell the story of the survivors, so whereas it's not just the loss of the generation, and it's not just the loss of the men that were that didn't come back, like your father, there was something lost in them as well. Yeah. Uh, but it's also the generation that came after that were either those p- parents were absent or the children didn't get the full the full experience of their father that they should have had. Yeah. Like as in your case. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I, you know, my take
2: on that, right. Is, you know, we, we won't mince words, right. Bruce doesn't right about his political views. And, and I think, you know, it's great. If you've got that platform and that voice, um, you know, one of the songs he added, right. To, to the latest round of shows was you know about racism and that's timely you know should have been yeah. timely eons ago but you know ever so timely today and you know i think just telling the story about my dad is bruce's statement as well about war like you mentioned earlier just you know war in general right it's not yeah. just be and you know you can see the reaction this country had no matter which side of the fence you land on with you know pulling out of afghanistan i mean yeah. you know obviously for my brother and i it's like we don't want to see families go through that you know there's no no real need for us to be there you know so it's great and i think you know i always it's a chicken and egg thing right do people that go to bruce concerts bruce's fans is that their political beliefs to going in or you know yeah does, does his voice have some impact and have some change and you know i think it's probably more the more the latter right but you know so i think you know if he can take our dad's story do a real-life example, get people emotionally connected to 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 what that loss really feels like, which he, he does a great job doing, you know. Then that really can shape, you know, how people vote, you know. And you know, I don't think there's any argument, you know, that that, that Bruce tries to influence that, and you know, um, you know, he's got his documentary coming out with Obama, right? So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, I, I think you know, you use that and you take that platform and and you you know, you, you get the message out of, you know, that, that people may not realize, right? Because whichever network you use sugarcoats the news for however you want it to be sugarcoated, whatever flavor you want. But, you know, that there's a way to really kind of pull that, that skin back, that scab off and, and show people like, no, this is what it's about, you know, and, and people forget, right? It just gets to be words on a screen. But if you can make it real, then, then it maybe has an impact.
1: Talk about a dream, try to make it real. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um I I do know now that um in 2022, when they start touring again, knock on wood, I, I will be looking at the set list, searching <laughs> for a certain song now, David. Right? I, I will be and I will scream and happiness like holy crap like yes
2: if we, get, if we get invited to one of those shows we'll let you know yeah, yeah.
1: yeah right yeah like you like hey Jesse just a heads up Bruce's team has reached out and asked us to come to this show okay
0: it <laughs> might be a possibility yeah. yeah
1: there we go that's what I, I think well, he's,
0: he's got to talk to Norman first though don't he
1: yeah well and and I honestly believe He would have just said, well, I mean, you know, I I don't see Bruce giving lip service because he felt so much connection to your father. I I think he would respect his memory too much. So that's all
2: that's nice. And and I had a lot of people in in Spring Nuts reach out and just say, Hey, you know, can I hear your dad's song anywhere? And like there's there's just the two, but if you if you Google the motifs and molly or that was if i gave you love someone posted it out there on on their youtube Mm -hmm. video someone asked me you know do you have are there any videos of your dad you know playing i "I wish i wish but no yeah but
0: but you can search those songs and and hear them online okay if if there were they probably burnt down on the house on maxim
1: yeah yeah wow um all right, before I hit you up, David, with the Mary question, because that's <laughs> how I end every show, is there anything else you want to share or, um, Brian, anything you want, final thoughts you want to give? No, Either I just, one of you.
2: Yeah, I, I just always enjoy talking with you, Jesse. I appreciate the, the opportunity. You know, um, you know, talking, right? Words words matter. You, know, you asked, you know, what made us Springsteen fans? And to me, I mean, the music, david said i was cutting edge but to me i've always liked a conglomerate like music is music i don't like labels and, and Bruce always took elements of all different styles of music that came yeah. before together and packaged it up and said here here's everything you missed when when you weren't alive and, and let me repackage it and and but you know it's the lyrics i, I you know spent my childhood as a quote-unquote only child reading books and he tells stories you know david when you were talking about the lyrics you just kept saying stories and story i mean that that's what they are so you know to be part of one of those stories you know that growing up meant a lot to me you yeah. know because each song was almost like a book you know for me growing up so yeah did I mean,
1: you guys a- did you guys get to hear the wall live on any of the shows you attended
0: no no okay he didn't, he didn't no, he, no. did he do it on broadway I don't think
1: so. I, 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 know. I know that if you go to My Boss Time, which is the, you know, the fan thing, um, yeah. he hasn't played the wall much. And luckily, he played it once when I was there. And I remember being struck how powerful I mean, I always liked the song on high host, but hearing it live was even more powerful. So curious. All okay. right
2: workers go out and buy the CD, some shows. I guess he played it in Charlotte that one of my co-workers went to. and yeah. so I've heard it, just not in person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: All right. All right, Dave, any final thoughts before I um, hit you up with the Mary question? The what question? The Mary question. The
0: Mary question.
1: Oh, he did not oh, do his homework.
0: Okay. That's I, read right. through, I went through the list of questions. I don't remember any many mention of Mary.
1: All right, so... Um, I'll, I'll I'll tell the story, and so then it'll give you time to come up with the answer. Um, this is any Springsteen fan can answer this. Uh, Jay Armstrong is an honors English teacher in the Philadelphia area. He recently retired, but before he retired, he would spend every class every school year he would have his honors english class spend two days breaking apart thunder road they would look at all the lyrics they would look at all the imagery they would compare it to robert frost the road not taken and at the end of the two days he asked this class does mary get in the car at the end of thunder road so david that is your question does mary get in the car
0: it's very interesting that see I didn't see that question in the homework um so all the other questions you had listed which we've not covered but um
1: no no, we didn't but but
0: but the interesting thing is that song's been going through my head all day
1: really um
0: and there was particular and I guess this is germane to the you know to a potential answer um there are ghosts in the eyes of all the boys she sent away those, uh, I'm going to forget the lyrics here. Those dusty street roads and the burnt out frames of uh, the frames of burnt out Chevrolets. Right. Um, and she rushes to the door when she hears their engines roar on. Yeah. Which is like smacks of hope that, oh my God. So is she holding a flame for one of them. Is Bruce going to be that messiah for her? I don't think so. I really don't. I think she's been through so many that she's gonna to continue to search. I think you just jaded growing up with our mom. Probably. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, there is there's correlation there. Yeah, like there's, Jesse said, right? We're all just trying to get past the things that happened in yeah. our childhood.
1: Well, what's what's and by the way david yes i should have you on and we do a, a standard set listing bruce where i ask you all the questions that's normally in the agenda but i just I, I felt like this was such an important story to have you both together so i i would definitely welcome you and to do a more i hope you listen to your brother's episode and you know i
0: i, I hear him talk all the time oh okay
1: <laughs> but um but i may to give you a little bit of feedback um about 60 percent of the people say yes she gets in the car and about 40 percent say she doesn't uh for a lot of the same reasons you do that she she's afraid she doesn't want to take that chance she's um i have a few people say hey he said that she ain't you ain't a beauty, she ain't alright, so F you. I'm not going, yeah. right? Um <laughs>
0: if he was dumb enough to say it in front of her. <laughs> yeah. So uh
1: yeah, I, I really love your answer. I, I think that's it's very insightful and, and great. Um, and I appreciate that.
0: Well, it's just the word ghost. Yeah. You know, that's just, that's just, that that's that is what spoke to me, and that's why it made me think that she's pining for something lost. Um <laughs> Like it comes to, and if I can indulge myself here for a little bit, please. when, when my mother passed, um, she, she had a boyfriend at the time, Don, he was one of the, one of the best guys she ever dated. Um, He was fantastic. And, you know, I, you know, I said to him, like, how'd you put up with her? How'd you put up with all the things, all of the damage? He goes, I understood something. So what was that? He goes, she never ever got over your father. Hmm. So, yeah, maybe my brother's right and I am, you know, applying Mary to my mom or vice versa to come up with that answer.
1: You know, I I, I don't know Don, but I I want to know him now <laughs> because of someone who can understand that and accept her from where she's at and love her. Like, I, I, I know I'm always going to be second place in this relationship, but that's okay. Right. That it, well, considering first
0: place is never coming back. I guess yeah, that's exactly, right? easier. right. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Um, wow. That's a, that's a great story. That's wonderful. Um, Brian, David, this was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing so much of yourself and sharing your father's legacy. This is um, it. It is we all have a connection to Bruce and his music, and his songs, and and they all speak to us, but I think it's just so wonderful that you kind of get this special little treasure from him that in no way compensates for not having a father, but it is a small little gift that um, you did get at least, and it I think it's amazing that Bruce has kept him in his heart all this time and and is sharing that not just with you, but the world.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Now we're fortunate in that sense. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, Thank you both very much. Um, And, David, I will have you on and we'll ask you all these other Springsteen questions. From well, I'm now. prepared
0: for those now. Yeah, yes. And they may, they may change between Absol- now and then. Absolutely. That, that happen.
1: Yeah, I, I've been joking, right? Like, uh, you know, one of the questions I always ask is song you hope to hear live sometime. Well, now I know Molly is number one <laughs> on your list. Uh, but I always have to preface lately, like, and oh, and not including Western Star's letter to you. That goes without saying, guys, that, you know, we all want to hear them live. Um, listeners thank you so much for joining me on this wonderful very unique and special episode please go get vaccinated please go out and and do the right things vote for the right changes um it's a scary time in the U.S. right now and there's a lot of crap out there that that is just should anger you and you should be going out and getting out to to make it fixed. And I don't usually get that political, but I've been inspired by my guest. Um Get vaccinated, go be safe, remember to wear your mask. Let's all be good to each other because that's how we're going to get through this. Thank you, David. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, listeners. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Thank you. Thanks, Jesse. Good
2: night, Jesse. Thank you.